can do. No, like, that's a uh, that's an OBS we thing. Can, we can do this, right? Yeah. We are not live. Just so everyone's aware, we are not live because yeah, you know, because we're not because <laughs> it's two. I'm on tape. Yeah. I, I'm I actually the chat GPT version of myself. The real Phil <laughs> couldn't be here. Oh, we, we should say every so, third word is cats. We should so invite GPT in as a as a as a as a fifth guest and see what they have to say about. No, uh, that's my that's my win. That's my prize. Okay, oh, my oh, writing could, got so much better. That, we could we could bring Chat GPT up and ask about consultants saying things. That would it won't know anything because it's too old. It stops it, at 2019. 2021. So or is it 2021? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I, I would I reached in and asked it about some things and it knew some people, but it didn't know other people. And it's funny, I asked about a guy that I, I think is relatively well known and like I don't know anything about that. And then I asked about his book and it like gave me a synopsis of his book. Was it like, Richard okay. Lewis? It's all uh, about how you ask. Uh, well, thank you. That's I've learned that being married more than once. <laughs> <laughs> There's your cold open. <laughs> Wisdom from Phil, as always. Which, which wife was the best one, Phil? <laughs> the current one. That's the right. current one is always the best. Uh-huh. But oh, see, that doesn't God. really work because, you know, this is like the line of like, you know, when you look at somebody like Wendy and say, oh, you look like my fourth wife. And she goes, oh, how many times have you been married? I said three. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Old, old um, joke. The, the crystal was going to say from the late 1900s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chris, you need to make Wendy. You know the options to highlight a person. Yes. Yeah. We, to, we definitely need to just give Wendy a quick highlight because. Oh wait. Because I have no hat. John. How do I? Atlas. Testing Chris for a moment. That's not right. That's not, we don't want that. How do I? Wait a second. Chris, what do you have on? You have some sort of a there's a little there's a thing next to her in the corner of her that makes it bigger. Do you see a little two arrows next to her head? No, I don't. Oh, wait, over there. Yeah. Yes, I do. Oh hello. Like, this, all this Wendy Phil, all the time. This is how Phil prepares to see Wendy. <laughs> this, is, this, is... this is how I normally see her giant head Wendy, is what we call go her at my house. Screen. Go full my wife comes in. Who is this person with a giant head? That's what Wendy Kane. She's this is the way she posts all her stuff on it doesn't matter. It could be a two-word post on LinkedIn. Giant headshot of Wendy Kane. That's the way she um, we, to be fair, if you've got it, flaunt it is, is what I say. Can we find that? Can, let's see if we can oh, find that. Oh, you guys. Oh, and you can share screen on this. Actually, any yeah. of us can share screen yeah. depending Let's see on if I permissions can find it and here. crap. You know, you know how you like having Wendy as part of the podcast crew. I fear this could be the last episode. This is it. Last time we saw Wendy. Does anybody remember the last time we saw Wendy? It was like that. Yeah. Post mentioning Wendy, right? That's what it would be. Post mentioning Wendy. <laughs> I would love to see. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't even make this post. <laughs> I, I can't find it. I don't see it. You're not talking about the announcement of um, uh, her joining the Fast Company Executive Board, are you, Phil? 
No. I didn't even know that. Should I know that? Yeah. Um, if you're a good friend of Wendy's, you would have known yeah. that. You would have known that, I would think. So you should have known that. Kind of. Um, I'm second tier. You're not talking about this one, are you? Are you talking about They're, this one? No, they get worse. The, the one, Phil, Phil, you're talking about the Institute uh, with the book, right? Oh, it, is, it was Institute. Yeah, it was. It does read to toot. So, Chris, I think we've already started with looking for the awards, right? It's this is the best Wendy Keen post of the year. This is this is what we're currently nominate. So we've got a few nominations on screen right now. We're yeah, we do, we do. Um, what's it called? Uh, business architecture. Oh no, you guys. That right? Ar what's it called? It's business something. Business center architecture. Center of Excellence Institute. Institute. It did have the word institute in it. Oh, the Institute for Digital Transformation is the big head one. That's what it was. Or it might have been for digital transformation. Yeah. And you know what? It's even an old picture. Oh, it's some, some, someone contacted me. They're like, oh, you got a haircut. I'm like, no, it's just a really old picture. <laughs> that's out there. Well, that's where I was actually going to, um, I was actually going to ask you about that because um, it did look like a really old picture of you. It's a really old picture. Um, I it's can't, not a good picture, I mean. but I obviously don't know how to use it. And if only I had listened to Richard Bliss. Then I <laughs> Should I? I think I can. Here, let's see. It's it'll be something I'm tagged in, right? If I go to this. Oh God, here it is. Do I really have to pull this up? There it is. There, you found it. there it is. Is that oh the look God. at that? Look at that. It is you guys are terrible. This is I actually no, actually, I thought that was I was looking at that and like she got her hair done. That looks yeah. really good. Yeah, no, that's not. just it's really old. I just don't do my hair anymore. <laughs> just up in a bun, messy bun. Totally. Yeah. That's good. I like that a lot. Thanks, like Phil. Lot. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Phil, for calling it out. Really appreciate I'm, I'm it. Glad. The thing is, it was so much bigger on my screen. Can you not press the little thing and make that bigger? Because that that is that doesn't actually that doesn't represent what it looked like on my screen. All right. Um, oh, it's my screen. I have to make my screen bigger. No, that's not right either. Oh, wait, here it is. Hold on. Well, that's about as big as we can get. Sorry. Oh. You think you'd be able to zoom this Digital thing. transformation. Hold on a second. I, I just think Don't we worry, can do more here. Oh wait, I could. But wait a second. Couldn't I? Couldn't I just do like a? <laughs> there we go. Bigger. No, just this is terrible. You know, after I got this picture taken, I remember saying, "I'm never going to get my picture taken in the morning again," even though it's yeah. I. You are underselling yourself. You are professional and lovely. Yes. It. it, it right. Cheers. It was professional. It was just enormous. It was just enormous. <laughs> so. Well, no, she has so much she has to keep in there, right? So, very so this smart. This is the this is the winner of the best Wendy Keen photo. Oh. So, are we saying? So, what are we saying? This is um, what are we saying? This is the winner of um, what best best LinkedIn post by a member of the podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Best LinkedIn appearance because it wasn't uh, my post. Uh, oh, yeah. It wasn't her post. It was an appearance. Best LinkedIn appearance. Um, Wendy Keen. Yes. And the thing is, it realized now as I look at it, it says the photo is only 600 pixels by 600 pixels. But when on my screen, it was much larger. So objects on LinkedIn posts are larger than they appear.
So in case anyone um, is wondering what the hell we're doing, um, this is, you know, this is consultant saying things. I am Chris Lockhart. Um, I'm joined by Phil Yanoff, Wendy Keen, and Phil Yanoff. Uh, and Wendy's giant head. I'm here um, twice. Head. I'm here twice. Yeah. Um, and so why are we doing this? Uh, well, that's always a great question. <laughs> this, is, um, this is our annual um, Christmas episode, Christmas special, right, guys? And, um, you know, we've done, we're, we're headed into year six, five, six. How many times does 12 go into 60? Huh. Um, sorry, I have to, there also might be some imbibing going on at this point. I can just say that I've been in all of these. You have, not every one. There's, I think there's all one the season one you weren't in. Because no, no, like, every Christmas oh, episode, right? And you just didn't join. And I was like, well, I guess. Uh, maybe. Uh, but no. Um, so this is our annual Christmas special um, for 2022. Uh, in previous years, we've had on guests. Uh, we've done, you know, various you know, things. I think there was one where Bill Benson played a guitar. Um, so there's, you know, it's all kinds of interesting things. We do like year in review. Uh, we do all sorts of stuff. This year, um, the decision was made um, rather, <laughs> rather recently um, to um, sort of have a, let me, sorry, let me move all these beers <laughs> since it is 2.30 in the afternoon on a Monday. It's spare um, great. <laughs> why is that going out live? Um, should, should, what are you doing? Are you building the client for this? No, of course not. Um, so we thought we would do awards. Um, sort of, you know, our view of, you know, most of this is superlative, right? Like you might see in uh, in the yearbook. So that was our first one, Wendy King, best LinkedIn post by uh, best LinkedIn appearance by a member of the podcast. So that was fantastic. Very good. I like that a lot. Is that it? We only had one. Anyone else want to go? Yeah. Well, oh, Oliver, did you have one? No, 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 no go, go, go. I was just going to offer since we're we're sharing photos, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. A, a, a contender for the best photo of the consultant saying things cast of the year. Best photo of the cast. Yeah. Could I, could I share a contender? I, I think you were able to share. Yeah. Let's see this. Is there, can we insert a drama? Uh, yeah. do, post? do we have any papers? Bill there is we go. Talking about the cats on the ground, and here's us as cats. I'm just saying thanks to Oliver who found this. Yeah, I like that. There, there. Uh, ready? Oh, yay! <laughs> and and th thanks to Wendy having some spare time in a hotel room somewhere, putting the putting our labels on. Yes. Where was that done, Wendy? In in the air or somewhere? It was done right before takeoff, actually. Yes. Kidding. Yeah, yeah, I was totally burnt. Couldn't actually respond to any real emails, but I definitely had time to do that. So mm -hmm. thanks, Oliver. That was all right. You know, it's kind of a pre-flight meditation ritual for you now. You're going to have to find a picture of random animals and give them names. That's just like going to be how you stay calm on your flight. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, what what are you what are you drinking, Oliver? What do you got? I have uh, a nice little Malbec. Yeah, yeah so I've gone sophisticated. Wow. Cheers, <clears throat> and um, I thought maybe we should um, we should talk about best uh, argument of the year between the CST uh, crew. Uh oh, <laughs> I think I know which one this is. Uh, should we do the LinkedIn one or the Instagram one? <laughs> <laughs> Who's voted? <laughs> that one too, wasn't there? 
Yeah, go for it. Do you have it? Do you have it ready to go? I, I don't think I have it ready to go. But we can probably find it. It's um, and 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 it's kind of led to me slightly baiting Chris by every mention of trains. I now see on LinkedIn. I I have to mention Chris because I know how much he loves to talk about trains on LinkedIn. But yeah, I have to try and. The trouble is, you and I have we've got so much discussion here on LinkedIn. It's gonna it's gonna be difficult to pull it up. But uh, maybe we'll add it in post. But yeah, I would submit that. If anyone else got any contenders for best uh, social kind of discussion slash heated discussion on discussion? Can't top that. Can't top that. I wouldn't even try. Really, I uh, um, I do have to say though. I mean, you know, while Oliver's pulling up the uh, best argument, um, you know, what a what a speaking of trains. By the way, um, I don't know if you know this. But I'll just I'll just do this real quick here. Um, Oliver, uh, our uh, quasi state um, rail system Amtrak has a new train. Look at this. Did I did I not did I not at mention you on this one already? I thought I saw this and I was like I, I need to mention Chris. Maybe I didn't get around to doing it. Ah, I thought that I thought that was pretty good. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It kind of looks like the Eurostar, sort of. Not really. Not as nice. <laughs> Where's it going to go? <laughs> probably nowhere <laughs> and probably not very fast, I mean, wherever it goes. <laughs> From Cambridge you know to you know downtown Boston. You know what's crazy, though, is, you know, we do because, you know, so the while he's looking for the uh, post, there was... I'm not going to find that. There was an article about uh, uh, France uh, banning short-haul pl- pl- uh, flights, right? And, um, you know, Oliver's response was, you know, good, down with capitalism, tax the rich, kill, eat the rich, right? All that sort of stuff. And um, yeah. <laughs> my response was like, you know, instead of banning, you know, uh, short haul flights, what if we could innovate and come up with like electric, you know, uh, engines, right? That aren't pow- powered by, well, I guess they are electric, but you know, you know my point, right? Um, uh, uh, exhaust, it's not exhaust. What is it? Emissions free. Um, electric engines to power, you know, and I know to power uh, airlines. And I know, like, um, you know, various airlines around the world are experimenting with biofuels and you know, that sort of thing to power uh, airline aircraft, which somehow then led to a discussion of, um, well, how else would you get around? And of course, in Europe, with your amazing train network, right, that's quite easy to get around by train. But my. <laughs> I think the argument started because I said, well, but what if I don't want to take the train? You know? And of course you put on, you know, your North American hat, our trains are, you know, I think the stereotype is, you know, a hobo with like a little bag and he's jumping on the freight train, right? That's, that's kind of what our, our rail network is like, right? Um, with the exception of, we do have a high speed train. I think it's called a Sela, right? I think we've talked about mm-hmm. this, but you know, my understanding of the maximum speed of the Acela is not attainable using the infrastructure that the Acela actually rides on. Um, so we have, you know, we, we did part of it, we got the train, got the locomotive, we just didn't get the tracks. In place. And I think quite frequently the train is quite slow through new England and whatever from New York to Boston, I think is actually the slowest, but I could be wrong that, you know, my, my, I am from, as you might know, uh, the late 1900s. And so my, my, my information might be out of date. We'll bring in the fact checkers on this. Yeah. After you have, you have the dang argument yet, Oliver? I mean, during, I, I, the, during uh, the do you know what? It's funny. I also need tips on LinkedIn. I th- the problem with LinkedIn is it's great for in the moment. You try and find yeah. something from a couple of weeks ago. It's an absolute nightmare. 
I agree. I couldn't agree more. So I think yep. I found the lady that shared the original post. So I'm now going through her posts to try and find it. Um, so it's not really a search engine. It's a now engine. Yeah, yeah. that is a great point. That yeah. is a great point. That is a really good yeah. point. We will uh, we will add it. We will add it in. I will find it for you, and I will add it. <laughs> yeah. Chris, by the way, I think that's really interesting because you make a cultural and a perception point about trains, which is very true. It's really different. I'm very perceptive culturally, Wendy. I don't know. If you know <laughs> but it is. But that's part of my point is that's part of what stands in the way. It's like, oh, that that. I mean, I remember that too, like the, the hobo train. I mean, I don't think that today, yeah. but I remember that image because I'm well, also you know, To your point, though, this is actually fascinating. Um, I was going to go there and I forgot all about it. Um, there was a follow-up. In which, you know, all, so now Oliver's harassing me since we had this. He's tagging me in every post that even casually mentions a, a train or a rail network or something. And, um, and there was, so there was one that said something to the effect. It was like, you know, Europeans are great at football. No, no, it was, no, Americans are great at U.S. football, but Europeans are great at trains. or something. It was like some non sequitur, ridiculous thing. And it was like, you know, pointing to the fact that the train network in, in Europe is really geared towards, um, you know, uh, passenger tra transportation. <laughs> I'm losing my language here. Um, you know, transporta transporting passengers. Um, so I, I just did a real quick, because I knew this off the top of my head, I just didn't know the actual number. So I just did a quick, um, you know, fact check. And of course, the U.S. rail network is a lot larger, but it's, it's freight geared. Right? It's geared for freight. And so while we have more track than everyone else in this, we, um, I'm Canadian. Canada doesn't have quite as much, but it, the United States has, we, what am I talking about? We, the U.S. has more rail, but it, it is geared towards moving freight. Yeah. So, so actually you're probably but, ahead of us there on freight. Um, but, well, uh, but I think the distances involved and, and whatnot between major hubs and, you know, all of that stuff, right? That, plays into you know the short haul flight discussion right and yeah. um yeah. you know that sort of thing but it, but i but i picked on it because i think it's a great example of how the sustainability thing isn't an easy topic mm -hmm. and like we've, we've obviously covered sustainable uh mm -hmm. consulting however it was this season or previous i think maybe yep. previous and it's like as much as you can come up with technical solutions it's an emotional human behavior change thing which is where consulting is like massive right it's kind of like getting people to change behaviors and go on a program of change a journey of change etc etc so um i just think it's whilst yeah facetiously i just like tagging you in every single train post i see now just because yeah. you know what it's fine for shits and giggles um you know the, the, yeah the, the the serious point is the perception and 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 the reality of making shifts and we're just talking about sort of you know cho choices around commuting and travel there's going to be hundreds if not thousands of these little decisions and the mindset shifts uh, that we're going to have to, we're going to have to adjust. Well, and you know, I was thinking about it when we were actually arguing about this um, publicly, by the way, <laughs> we probably shouldn't do that again, but um, I was thinking about this and I'm like, why do I dislike trains so much? I remember as a child taking the Canadian um, state railway. I don't know if it still is nationalized there, but at the time it was you know, Canadian national rail. And we, my father and I took a train from new Glasgow, Nova Scotia, so 10 points if anyone can find that on a map where I was born. Um, and we took a train to uh, Toronto. Um, and I think it was because he had this um, romantic notion of what travel by rail would be like, which it was, it was, it had the, the dome top and everything. So you could look out. 
but I don't know if you've ever driven or been near the St. Lawrence River Valley up that part of Canada. There's not a whole lot to look at, right? So it's just sort of like, okay, there's a field, right? Or got it. Yep, St. Lawrence is still on the same sides. So we're still headed in the right direction. But I, you know, so I had a good experience on the train. That was a good experience, right? Um, so why don't I I like trains now? And you know, in my mind, I was think I was challenging my own perception because I was like, you're when you fly, which I was arguing in favor of, right? If if we can get emissions down and, and all that flight and whatnot. You're effectively in a train in the air, right? So what? And and to your point, Oliver, if you're talking, if you're comparing Eurostar to um, Ryanair or something, right? Like, there's really no comparison between the experience, right, mm -hmm. in the train uh, to the experience in the plane. So why don't I like trains? Open question. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll explore that next year. <sighs> We'll take that one to your therapist, bring it back. We're going to have to cut a lot of that crap out. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I've almost fallen asleep. <laughs> and um, I like trains. <laughs> yeah. What? So, but you know, what I was I thought was interesting is on the whole thing of the trains, Oliver, you, um, you correctly pointed out that you love trains, you like the trains, you like the idea of the trains, but that the UK doesn't have the infrastructure built out quite the way you would want it done, right? So. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's not perfect. I just I, th I thought what the French were doing was uh, an interesting sort of signal. Now, whether it's virtue signaling or whether it's a real kind of shift. I mean, the other the other thing the French did, which was really interesting, is announced that all car parks, parking lots in France over a certain size, have to have sonar panels installed above them. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that story as well. That's a really interesting one that's got a lot of people talking. Um, anyway, I'll move off the sustainability topic. You didn't let, find you didn't find the. I've given up. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so that whole 10 minutes was just for, for not a build up to nothing. Really? Sorry. I, I tried. I tried. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got one then. I'm going to, I'm going to give mine here. Uh, this is, so, you know, last year we did an episode on memes, if you remember. Yes. Right? Um, and I don't recall if we used this one or if it was in footage that we never aired or what. And I apologize in advance. Um, I, I don't mean to offend anyone in any part of the country. <laughs> For those of you still listening, um, let's, uh, let's go here to this meme. I'm going to share it. I think this, for me, is uh, perhaps best consulting meme of the year. So the consulting work will provide you an experienced consulting resource to assist in this engagement. And here comes the analyst just sliding on in, right? Like, hey, you know. Like, the, you know, because you know, what's funny to me about this is it's not, it has nothing to do with Theresa May, right? What it has to do with is the um, undeserved uh, uh, confidence, right, that a lot of young consultants bring to the table, right? And I think we talked about this when we talked to Ian, right, um, last year about young consultants. And, um, oh, wait, here we <laughs> this is my nomination for best consulting meme um, because I, I just it, it's timeless it's it was probably true when McKinsey was founded 100 years ago and it's still true now in my view right which is these folks that come in they think they know everything um, they quickly real and they come in with all the confidence of knowing everything and they know a lot they're not they're not dummies right but they don't have the context the experience the knowledge that all of those things so i just i find this very funny every time i see it 
So that was that was my. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't. I didn't mean to bring British British politics into it. No, I, I I'm no no fan of of uh, of. You don't have to say that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's let's. I have I have a I have a nomination for maybe it's not the best consulting meme, but maybe it's a, a seasonal consulting meme. Okay. So, um, yeah. 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 Let me. Uh, how do I share? Oh, that's that would help if I actually knew how to use. Things. There's a button that says share. I don't yeah, know. No, I've just, yeah, I've just, I've just figured and, and, <laughs> that one out. And, and what is this um, nomination for, Oliver? Just so I can prepare the, you know, the. I'm sharing. <laughs> so. Oh, you can do working? this on the fly. We're going to have the engineers do this on the fly. Yeah. Is that working? Can you see the yeah. uh, Santa no. as a data analyst? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I have to allow it. Hold on. I permit this. There we go. You got it. Got it. See it. So, yeah. I, I like. I like the uh, fact that, uh, that, that uh, apparently Sandra is in breach of so many privacy laws globally. <laughs> just goes to just goes to show if you give, if anyone giving you anything for free, <coughs> uh, if anyone giving you anything for free, you more you're more than happy to let them do whatever. Um, so yeah, I just I just thought this was uh, quite 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 amusing. Um, we'll we'll give this context where behavior was nice. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that that's really good. So. Um, how about, how about, how about this? Oh, hey! Wow, nice. Whoa! Don't hurt us! Holy cow! It's Phil's all the way down. It's a meme. It's Phil's all the way down. Sorry, I I, uh, I probably should have put us back on uh, another on my other screen. Sorry. I don't even know how that happened. That was fantastic. It's cool. It was like try, try again if, it, if, it, if you really liked it. Um, I just like that it's a very much a U.S. thing. There. Love that. Look at that. That's. We took the you out of behavior. That's pretty good. Phil, what are you drinking, by the way? Philip Vagnano. Goose Island Bourbon County, the original. It's a beer that's been stored in bourbon barrels, and it's pretty yummy. It's super yummy. And if I drink this whole bottle, you won't understand anything I have to say by the end of it. (laughs) Or well, maybe we'll understand better. What does it say? <laughs> Can we try? <laughs> 2022. I would like it. to share a Phil story. 14.3% alcohol by volume. Wow. For, in a beer. Your way, my friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all and all a good afternoon. Um, That's right. So, there, so we, I don't know which year it was, but we were doing a Christmas episode. And you came on having maybe uh, pre-gamed a little bit with uh, the Jameson. Seems unlikely, but p- possible. Let's we'll just say uh, it's possible. And your nose was red, like already. Oh, like, yeah. Do you remember right. that one? That oh, I'm sure. It had to be a day when we, the thing is, I was doing some early event. So I started drinking early and then mm. we came into this. I was like, yeah, man, I'm already, I'm rocking. Great. Awesome. It, so. it can happen. Awesome. So it's, Phil, any, any nominations for anything? So I have a link and here's the thing, because I hadn't set this up prior, I can't share my screen because I'd have to exit the call and come back. So I'm going to stick it into yours okay. and let you share the screen. Oh um, yes. This is great. All right. Yeah. I remember when you sent me this, this is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can share the screens, but anyway, yep. uh, the big, 
the big technology of the year is chat GPT. And uh, this is like the poorest use of chat GPT, which is I asked it, what is something nice to say after an unimpressive school band concert? Hold and on, basically, hold on. Let, me, let me see if I can zoom in. Is that better? It gave me a list. I appreciate the effort that went into preparing for this concert. It takes a lot of practice and dedication to play an instrument. And I admire all the hard work that went into this performance. But anyway, it gave you a list of three or four different things you could say after a really unimpressive, let's just use the word crappy here in a sentence, <laughs> school band concert. Now, I will say I didn't have to use it because uh, my kids are in high school now. So the band was much better, but uh, it was uh, kind of fun. But I, anyway, I've played around with chat GPT and this has to be the least impressive or worst use of chat GPT. Oh, wait, is, worst use. I'm sorry. I got to change. Is it, is it possible that it's the worst use or <laughs> hackiest use of it? But basically, you know, how to, uh, Yay, yeah, worst, worst use of, of chat GPT in 2022. It It'll get worse. I, I don't know. I'm sure I've got some worse. sales, some, some people are using it to generate in mails and uh, spurious emails. But yeah, yeah. Let me just, oh, let you, I think you're absolutely right, Oliver. Let me just let, go ahead and qualify it further. Worst use of chat GPT by CST cast member. That's and probably truth. Well, actually, I don't know, Oliver, what you've been up to with it, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> best, best, I don't, best I don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> He's writing fan fiction. For, uh, Can I tell you what, something I did that I thought was kind for, of funny? Uh, I, I don't send out a bunch of Christmas cards, but I sent out a couple of this year. And uh, to a couple of my friends, the interior message of... <laughs> The uh, of my Christmas card says, I really wanted to spend time. I really wanted to write a more personal message, but chat GPT was down at the time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, That's we, uh, yeah. I mean, Oliver's using it to write fan fiction for Downton Abbey, probably something like that. Right? Something very British. Agatha Christie. I don't know. Whatever. There's, there's been some really, like, yeah, crazy. He's like someone... Said, uh, tell me, uh, you know, tell me how to fix my computer using Cockney rhyming slang and stuff. It's just crazy the stuff that people are doing, and, it, and amazingly, it just use it out. The thing, um, the thing that most wowed my daughter the other day was she. I showed her it, and she, um, I said, you know, it can write computer programming code, and she's learning how to use Python. So she said, uh, can you write me a Python program with a robot dancing? And so it generated her the code. And she copied and pasted it in and, ra and ran it and, it and it worked. And she was just blown away by that. Scary. That's really a nuts use case. And it's amazing that it works, right? I've done a couple of those myself just to see. And so I would say, write Python code to do this or that. And it would like spit out the code and then say, oh, and this is what the output looks like. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, but there's, you know, the funny thing about it is like when you ask it to do things in the world, right? It's kind of it's hit or miss as to whether it's actually right or not. Mm -hmm. It actually writes something. I'll tell you what it is. It reminds me of like talking to my kids when they were little and they knew how to take turns. They knew how to answer questions, but they didn't know the truth of anything because they hadn't lived long enough to know. Right. So they would just like spit stuff out. And I'm like, I see what you did there. And that is a pattern you witnessed an adult somewhere, but that is not the right answer. <laughs> You're right. It's like a preteen. Yeah, kind of some, somewhere around the sort of 13 to 15, maybe year old. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's think of how much it's learned. How much has it learned in the past 
month. Totally. And oh, how much will learn in the next year? Yeah, no, I think it's I mean, I think it's an amazing tool. And I think what they're doing is fantastic. You know, part of the reason they're doing this is it's a safety test where, you know, basically one of these guys that, you know, the guys that put this together said, let's figure out what, how people will use this to do harm. Yeah. And how can we figure out what that's going to look like? Well, and, and I and think possibly, that's reasonable. And possibly also at what point do you pull the plug? Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. Save Sarah. And, and the reason I say that is I've been watching Westworld on uh, HBO max. No, uh, Ex Machina is mine, right? Yeah, is the know. one is like, holy cow. It's like, if you ever needed a cautionary tale, Ex Machina does that perfectly, right? And Have for you, anyone that really wants to be terrified, go follow the um, r slash singularity subreddit on uh, Reddit. it's <laughs> okay. freaking terrifying. Chris, Chris has already uploaded his intelligence to that particular, it didn't take much, it was a quick upload, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's one Google Doc at all. It's not even updated in time for the dang interview. Well, no. That's awesome. got no excuses. Chris, you've got no excuse in the future. You can just use ChatGPT to write a, a, a podcast script. Yeah. That's, right. That's right. We should actually do that. That would be fun. So can I tell you, Casey Newton said the other day, I heard him say on his podcast that he was using it to write the questions for his podcast guests. Um, so I will just tell you the base questions that we asked Richard Bliss, I wrote in chat GPT. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I said, what? I said, give me 10 questions to ask a LinkedIn expert about chat, about <laughs> LinkedIn. And it did it. What? And then I went through and I was like, these ones I like, and these ones I don't. And I just tweaked the rest of them and I just paste them. I said, cause you know, it didn't have to be right. It just had to be good questions to ask. And of course he's a pro and did spectacular and he completely hijacked our questions, but it was okay. the core to get started. Right. Yeah. But the thing is for most people, you need something like that. And I, having been interviewed and not like Wendy Keene, but I've interviewed, been interviewed by a bunch of podcasts. Right? And the questions are typically, the questions are typically terrible. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're just hair. And I'm just like, I wish chat GPT had written the questions instead of this person. Right. So on that thread, so when we met at the at Liability Brewing in lovely downtown Greenville, South Carolina, to yeah. talk about the Richard Bliss interview, um, yeah. and you said I had thrown out, you, you said, I, Chris, I, <clears throat> Chris, I, I threw out some messages, it's, there are some questions out there in a Google Doc. <laughs> Is that what I sound like? Because I know my kids oh, do this no. all the time, too. No, no you don't. All right, uh, that was awful. Um, but so, so, and I had read them and then I think, remember I told you, I was like, I had added my own yeah. and the, the question I had added was about four times as long, had way too many words and was not succinct. Chat BT, can't even speak now. I needed to conduct the show. Chat GPT actually wrote better questions than I did. If you think about it. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm certain I will tell you this, that Chris Lockhart at his best and when he's focused is way better than ChatGPT. The thing is, you can use ChatGPT to throw out crappy things to start with and then just edit it into something that sounds like your voice. Right. And so it's like, I, you know what? I'm not sure what beats I want to hit. Let's just see what beats it hits. Right. It's like, huh. That's kind of okay, but I don't really like the way they said it. And certainly they didn't include the word cats enough. So you go through and you edit the thing and you make it like you. Um, 
as I've seen, most of the questions that I get asked in the real world are terrible in comparison to chat GPT, but a really thoughtful person does a much better job. And uh, let me tell you, Seth Godin, I think, said this really well. And he said, if you're, if you're writing at the level where chat GPT writes better than you, you should find another job. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> But Chris, you posted that thing about, you know, the thing is, we're just seeing it at the text level. So, you know, I've done a bunch of promo for some events and stuff like that. And like, I've had it, I've used those AI tools to create images, you know, stock images for whatever. So, I mean, as an example, I said, I want an image of the Parthenon with a sun rising behind it. And like, we used it. It was like, perfect. It's like, yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for. That's what I wanted. And then poof. And I just put graphics over it and did my thing. But it's built into Canva now, right? The AI image generation tool is built into Canva. You can just say, I need a background of this. Boom. It makes one. Actually, it makes four and you pick one. So um, for worst use of image generating AI... <laughs> I know where you're headed with this. <laughs> I'm almost certain the Phil Yanov AI has got its own idea about where you're headed with this. Yeah, Does it involve um, NFTs or trading cards? No, it doesn't. Oh. No, that would have been that would have been that would have been better. That would have <laughs> been better, but that gets a little too political. I'm, I'm not going to go there. Um, but I will share this, which um, I'm going to share it. And then I want to make a comment about it here. So, <laughs> oh, Lensa, yeah, amazing, photo realistic. Oh my God, Chris, it. you are a beautiful man. I'm just uh, going to say this that's a great picture. I'd rather have I mean, that than whatever, whatever. Lenza. I would say that in real life, but it wouldn't be quite as vigorous. But I'm going to say <laughs> when I look at this picture, it's pretty vigorous. That. That's a great it's photo. It's so, fantastic. So, wow. So photorealistic. I don't know. Wow. I've never worn a, a black shirt and a black tie and a black shirt <laughs> in my life. Um, it's beautiful. What, what I like about this, right, is obviously it's, just, it's the things we've been talking about, right? The ease in which you can rapidly generate something as part of content creation. I think that makes a lot of sense. Why not, right? Yeah. Of course, the so, danger, as, as we all know, is at what point does it become indistinguishable from reality? And Oliver yeah. and I chatted about this in the premiere episode of Consultants Saying Things Extra Bits. Should look for that. Subscribe yeah. and like. Um, and we talked a little bit about that. Um, you know, it, it obviously everyone's done the Lenza thing, or if you haven't, you probably should. Lenza.ai, it's in the... Uh, it's the only board. way to get all your photos so stored you on, on the servers in China. Thing. It's my Twitter. My Twitter is a lens, is a lens of photo that was generated. Yes, I, I'm ready. Let's, uh, let's yeah, go. it's fantastic, Oliver. You could have shared it, Oliver. But I'll Sorry, I, I, after, after the whole infinity screen thing, I thought maybe I shouldn't. No, it's a great photo. It's so oh, much I mean, like, better than I wish, real I wish life. I, was I mean, can we just get that? <laughs> just get that. Get that. I mean, again, a handsome man. Very He's handsome. based on a photo. I think I was in Sweden or somewhere at the time. But, um, so, yeah. so, uh, so like the photos that, you know, I uploaded what I think 10 photos is what you upload to Lenza, right? And not one of them looked like the photo that had generated me wearing a suit with a pocket square right. and a black tie flash. Was this, does this look like a real photo that you submitted? Already? Yeah. I, I had a photo of me in a suit like that and it's just changed the background. I mean, it's obviously straightened out my nose probably. I think what it does is it basically, it's like, 
it's it's the self it's the, it's we've moved beyond filters now all the, all the all the younger cats on the ground have moved past filters and they're now all about projected realities of themselves so this is basically stroking the ego of anyone who uses it by you know ironing out the crick in my nose for example making my face look more symmetrical because obviously symmetrical faces are more attractive statistically so you know it's, it's easy to is that true that. That's science um yeah so it's 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 based on one of my photos it's just uh, nice <laughs> i think yours is better though um, i think your, your your black shirt is yeah yeah they're, they're, fantastic right but what's um, what's crazy is what it does to glasses you know so half of my pictures were unusable because it did mad things with my eyes and my glasses but that turned out really well your twitter yeah, some of them, some of them either turned out really really well or they were terrible well, this is also your Instagram photo too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought, hey, I, it looks I, great. I, that's I, great. Better, I look better as an AI avatar than I do in real life. So let's go with that. It inspired me to change my um, picture on Instagram for the first time in like five years, and I had to keep uploading photos to <laughs> try to get a try to keep regenerating photos of myself to try to get a decent. It, photo. And they got worse and worse. There was like all sorts of weird, like part of my head was missing. It was like this bizarre, you know. Very strange. All my photos on Instagram were taken 30 pounds ago. <laughs> no, but I mean, that 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 raises an interesting point, right? Mm -hmm. Is th if the thing yeah. can de-age, de-weightify. Oh, I mean, it can do, it can make all sorts of modifications. Make your head we're not even large, right? Well, in real life, right? Yeah. I mean, that's my head is this, this size. I was trying to take the heat away from Wendy and poof, no. Thanks, Bill. Chris you wouldn't even let me do it. Really got some <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> so, so, Wendy, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing your, your lender shots because you're already pretty. So, you know, they'll, they'll you know. Be the best out of all. You'll win the award next year. I'm gonna I'm gonna feed the big head one in for sure. Let's let's <laughs> just see what that one comes out at. That's good. Do you know what I thought was, Chris, what was been... interesting about what you know? Because I think I think you, you put ten photos in and Lenza gives you like a hundred photos out or some crazy thing. And like one of the photos I had like a like a hoodie, right? And it had like you know so it was bunched up around the neck, and it, a fully half of my photos, the AI drew some sort of like combat armor <laughs> it was strange i look like an action figure in some of the photos right which is great but don't get me wrong but just really really strange like how did it i want to be a bobblehead of myself yes yes and and, and why not deep fake yourself yeah. I, well, I, I, I already have problem with that right because i meet people in real life and they always say i thought you'd be taller so uh, <laughs> in, in, <laughs> So now it's like, wait a second, your head's kind of small. <laughs> Wendy, any any other superlatives? Uh, what are you drinking, by the way? Uh, I am drinking hotel brewed coffee <laughs> because. And where are you right now? Are you at the Ohio State University? I am across from the medical center, but um, I am I am I am no just hanging out in a hotel and kind of got stuck in the U.S. when I tried to get home to Norway. Oh, come on, Phil! That is awesome. That's great. That's great. Phil, you should always be this way. This is outstanding. Just fill what? the frame. Fill the frame. Fill the frame. But I do, I do have a question for you. 
Oh, wait. Oh. oh, I just got a message. The stream is having connection issues. Oh, well, you're back now. So that was kind of like AI. You just froze and then, you know. It was, in fact. But I, I do have a question for, for you guys. Do you have a favorite cold open? That's, that's, a, that's a good one, right? I have the easiest to remember cold open. Cool. Okay, what's that? But it was before you guys. Okay, that's okay. It was Shashi Shramali's. I was gonna go with that one too. I was gonna go with that one too. Let me hold on. Let's see. Let's see if I can bring it up. Ooh. I mean, you need to set this because the audience doesn't even know why we're talking. I mean, I get it. Some people just cut up to show the be to see the beards, but you know, some people they don't even know why we're talking. What's the presenting? You know, what's the issue we're talking about today? Why does it matter? And maybe it doesn't. I don't know. What do you think, Bill? And if Shashi pops in in the middle of the conversation, all so much the better. Oh my good, who rubbed the lamp? <laughs> um, this, this was, um, this was, I think, yes, I agree with you, Phil. I was, I was going to go there too. But what, what is yours, Wendy? While, while I'm messing with this. Christopher, Ronald, <laughs> Donald, <laughs> Well, I think we just have the cold open right there. Excellent. Yeah, all set. All set. Anyway, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to go into my middle names. You think? Oh you, no, you're going to have to now. He, he made it up. You think you were humiliated? Um, <gasps> Come on, tell us. So the Lockhart's, um, one branch of the family. Um, you were married with the McDonald's, right? So for a long time, they were known as the McDonald Lockharts, hyphenated. Um, I had a grandfather. My grandfather was Ronald no. Lockhart. No. Ronald Gardner, Gardner Lockhart. And so Christopher Ronald McDonald, uh, McDonald. Not the Irish, the Scottish. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> wow. Sorry. You're welcome. You're telling you, people you win, what, your, your kids clowned around with you about that. So you're telling you, me, Chris. Chris, you, you win. You win. <laughs> and, and by the way, that's that's the cold open right there. <laughs> yeah, the oh. thing is, he couldn't even bring himself to say it all together. Oh, no. right? like, <laughs> oh you have to figure this out on your own. Oh God, that was good. I almost can't say it without laughing. One hundred percent. No, my favorite. There are the Ronald McDonald Blockharts. There they all are. They're back there. Oh, still my favorite. Lord Almighty, could you imagine if one of, if your name was McDonald Ronald McDonald? Like, just I mean, <laughs> Oliver, do you have a favorite? Do you no, remember? I, 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 yeah. All right, go ahead. All that one. It's it's, def it's definitely that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, this is going to take me a while to find it, um, Phil, because I don't remember which episode it was, unless anyone. Oh, I don't remember. I thought maybe you had like the clip right at hand. But <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, Shashi, yeah. Shashi. You know, <laughs> he was notoriously late for everything that we did. Right, it was always he'd show up at thing. I'm just super funny, but he would always be late. Okay, so. One more time, then, with, with uh, emphasis, with gumption. What what is the topic? 
<laughs> I think the beauty of this uh, webcast is um, talk without being prepared. That's the beauty. Yeah, that's the from 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 heart to mouth, no brain. Oh, that's nice. I'm in the right place. <laughs> yeah. And so he just appeared on the thing one time, and I said, "It's like, oh, it's Shashi." And I said, "Rub the lamp, and he'll appear." Poof! And there was Shashi Shramali pop all everything but a puff of smoke. And it says, "Here's tasks you've committed to oh, an email well, or whatever." Well, wait a second. Wait a second. Surprise special guest. Oh, <laughs> no way. I think we're just going to get his name on a That's card it. like that. That's it. I feel like I feel like we it's rubbed the lamp. A win. It's already a win. I feel like we rubbed the lamp and he appeared. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Look at that. Look at that. Gosh, you shrimp Molly. You're on mute, my friend. Sorry, Brent. Did, did I did I save you from these two guys? <laughs> they they bite really hard. You came yeah. in just Yeah, no. I listen, you know I and I was going to start by saying this, but um, you know, since we're at that point now, uh, several beverages in. Um, oh, like there's so much great content, and I'm so blessed, really, right, to have you guys participate in this. Which, let's be fair, Phil probably started as a vanity project. <laughs> Might still Listen. be. If we can all say, Chris, you're a handsome man, there'll be like 20 more episodes. Every time we do that, the number of episodes increases. Uh, well, you need to comment. If I learn anything from Richard Bliss, you got to comment yeah. on it. Right? And then, like you know, and comment. Like and comment. comment. Like and subscribe. subscribe and like. Um, no, but seriously, I mean, because listen, there's so much noise, right? There's so much noise, especially on LinkedIn. I mean, you know, to, to the point, Oliver, earlier, you were trying to find the argument we had over the trains can't find it because there's so much yeah. so much crap flying by yeah. um you know to to be able to have conversations that i find interesting i don't know if everyone else on the planet finds them interesting but i find them fascinating right and just to be to be able to reach out to just experts and super smart people and um you know the best places i've ever worked were always places where you walk into the room it's the steve jobs thing right you walk into the room and it's like, holy crap, I am the dumbest bleepity bleep in this room, right? That's the room I want to be in. Because if I'm in the room where I think I'm the smartest guy in the room, like, that's not fun at all. Well, they say that's a sign that you should change jobs, isn't it? If you feel like you're the smartest person in the room, you're not learning anything. So you need to go somewhere else. Yeah. Or if you get a pink slip. Yeah. <laughs> or you get a pink slip. <laughs> also a sign you should get a job. Very clear yeah. sign. I mean, what does the sign look like? You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know that might not translate across the pond. I kind of worked out what you were talking about, but yeah, initially, yeah. 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 Well, it's called a redundancy, right? Is that what you guys call it? What do you call it? It's not a pink yep. slip. You don't get a pink slip, do you? It's, we, we call it getting a P45 over here. That's the joke. Oh, okay. P45. It's, it's your end of employment tax. so British. Wait, do you know include the word stroke in there somewhere? P45 stroke three? You know, <laughs> I don't think they use the word stroke unless it's in relation to stroking a dog. 
it's I was thinking slapped. in the in the movie Brazil, wasn't they always refer to the forms and the forms had a number stroke or slant, maybe it was. Slash, slash. Slash, that's what it was. There you go. P45 slash five, you know. Oh yeah, I'm sure it has some letters and some numbers after it, after a slash, yeah. Part part B slash syndicate C. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. There's so much content. And that's again, right? It's like not to belabor it, but it's like to be able to talk to people, right? And and that are best or really good at what they do, right? And are just so intelligent and can bring new insights and things I hadn't thought of before and all that sort of stuff is just yeah. a real mm -hmm. awesome mm -hmm. thing. It's like every time we, we hang up, I've always think, yeah, this is really a gift actually. And you guys always make me smarter and you certainly make me laugh. You know, it is really That's something. That's all I'm hoping for. That's all, just, a, just a laugh. That's all I can go for, Wendy, because I, you know, I don't have the intellectual chops, so I got to go for the laughter. So do we have predictions for 2023? Because I'm going to start. I got my prediction for 20 is that Wendy will be in Ohio most of 2023. <laughs> in June. <laughs> most of 2023, she'll be in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Looks, it's a pretty fit. I mean, she's not at no days in over here. I mean, look at this thing, right? It's, uh, you know. W something. Oh, that's yeah. right. I'm like here Western. for an unknown period of time. <laughs> Actually, that doesn't look like a. That doesn't look like I was going to say Starwood. Already dating my. That doesn't look like a Bonvoy property. That's not the Marriott brand, is it? It looks like maybe. Uh, like maybe you're in the Hilton. Oh, I'm, I'm in a little Hyatt. A little Hyatt. I am here. Because oh, you're on the Hyatt brand. Oh. Yeah, you know, it's right where I needed to be. But uh, it's yeah. pretty. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so can you can you answer what what brought you to the ohio state university of the course. ohio state university yes. client yeah yeah clients on yeah. here i was in the states for um conference clients events university had had christmas with my family in wisconsin and this was supposed to be the last stop. how was that how was that wonderful Wonderful, good. really good actually. It was a pre-Christmas, so they'll they'll have Christmas again. But um, I haven't been here for Christmas for a long time, so it was really actually special, really special. Are you going to be there for what is this thing they're calling it? A bomb cyclone or something? The cold weather that's coming to your part of the world? Oh well, I'm hoping yeah. to leave on Thursday. Oh dear, that Friday. would be luck on this trip. Well, I think so, it's called a bomb cyclone. It's supposed yeah, to come on cyclone. Friday. So this is going to bring um, wow. extraordinarily low abnormal temperatures to our part of the world, Greenville, like in the in the low to mid teens Fahrenheit, which is about as low as it gets, right? Um, wow. And we might get snow on Christmas or thereabouts or around wow. there. Or who knows? That should the be interesting. The problem is, I'm going to be up there. I'm well, this is what I was going to say is, I'm supposed to leave tomorrow to go to Akron uh, for a client, and. Uh, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, the Wednesday, you know, the dinner's late and that sort of thing. So I'll probably leave Thursday. And you know, Jennifer was like, do you want to be home for Christmas? If only in my dream. <laughs> right. right. Like that, that's basically what it'll be. If you don't get out of there Wednesday night or early oh. Thursday morning, you're going to be Ew. stuck. Oh my you know God. how that goes. Right? It, for, for any of the consulting cats out there, right? Yeah. Anyone that back in the day in the late 1900s when we traveled, you know, every day of the week um pre-covid for those of you who are, are are paying attention um you know the the travel thing you know what 
I think we should do, we should probably do an episode about this if we haven't already is the, you know, the consulting lifestyle as it was. And, and well, maybe we've already talked about all this, but like the whole idea of like, you were super attuned to weather, mm-hmm. all right? the time. especially on a Thursday, yeah. right? Sure. It was exactly. like, you yep. knew where the weather fronts were, who was getting snow, what was going on yeah. and what airport was going to get whatever. Right. And, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, I remember this was, gosh, this was, this was too long ago. There, there was a website called the misery index. I don't know if you've seen this. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up, Oliver, while you're, while you're telling me. Uh, so I'm going to share something. Can you just, can you just put, uh, before you do, I just want to just explain. Yeah. I've just found the meteorological map, the weather sort of cyclone map of the, of the, of the, uh, the bomb cyclone that's coming in. So let, let me just, let me just share that. Whoa. Is it really a bomb cyclone? What is it? It is called a bomb cyclone. Well, Chris, your or Phil, your uh, prediction is is starting to feel like it's it's going to come true. <laughs> you could be there another week, but I'm yeah. just saying. Okay, so um, so let's let's put a little consulting bit in here for those of you who are consultants and you don't know about this. I'm going to show you something. It's going to save your marriage, all of your relationships. Your kids will talk to you possibly again someday. Uh, you know, down the road. This is called the Flight Aware Misery Map. If you don't know about this, you really need to bookmark it right here. So this is a live look at the continental United States. And what they do is this takes information from the um, Holy cow. the FAA. And it shows you the major hubs in the United States. And it overlays all of the weather. And then it'll show, for example, if you have the misfortune of flying through O'Hare, um, for any reason, it'll show you the number of flights going. Um, and then over on the right, if you can see, it'll show you how many delays and cancellations are associated with that airport. And as you can see, bomb cyclone is currently over the Midwest, over your home state of Wisconsin area and, and Minnesota also. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, uh, I mean, if you, if you happen to be going to or from New York, um, I am. <laughs> Yeah, are, yeah. That's probably why you're stuck in Ohio, I'm guessing. Right. Well, that's a passport issue, but then I'll have a, a weather issue, it appears soon. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, let's let's zoom in on that cyclone picture. Let me do the share, 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 share mic. Can you not can you not see it? Oh, oh, oh it's uh it's an app. It's not uh hold on. It's not wow. it's not uh it's not behaving properly. I can't yeah. see it. Um, switch to my share. I think that 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 that'll help. Oh, sorry. Um, you're talking about you're talking about this one. Yeah, is that the bomb cyclone? Yeah, that's the bomb cyclone. That's a cyclone bomb. Did did Lenza AI create this? No, you guys. Bigger, bigger. I said bigger, more windy. So it's actually from the intersection. It's from the intersection conference. So when Wendy and I both presented it. That's from Intersection. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, we're still looking at your screen, Chris. I know. I still have it up because I just wanted to pretend like you know, <laughs> some use. Uh, so if you are a consultant and you don't know, you obviously need to be uh, have flight aware and you need to be checking the misery map every you know Thursday morning if you are traveling to client sites. Which you know I thought it was interesting in our pre-roll with Richard Bliss. Um, <laughs> You know, he mentioned he was talking about uh, clients and going back to work and back to office and, and um, some 
things about that, which if you want to know what those things are, you should go watch the episode when it comes out. I don't know which, I don't know if it'll be out before this one or after. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, you know, non-addressed memory or de-addressed memory. It's, it's all happening simultaneously. Um, but what I was going to say is that he was talking about, you know, the uh, employment pr prospects in 2023 and some of the things that he was experiencing with his clients. I, I want to say, you know, going from 180 flights a year down to 10 the past three years, 10 a year. And, and the first year of COVID, I don't think it was 10. I think it was probably a lot less than that. Right. But um, so my carbon footprint, Oliver, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, world. Um, but, but no, what I was going to say is that, you know, none of my clients are really back in their office. And in fact, the clients that I have that are not in manufacturing are like no office permanently. And they're actually divesting of commercial properties. And I know we've talked about a little bit about this, but the impact of this thing is just, um, we, we have not seen the bottom. I don't think of it yet. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of all of the folks that were my, you know, Uber drivers, you get like the same Uber driver and you'd connect and he'd give you a discount if you used him directly and all that's all gone. Right. So what does that guy do? Right. The, the, the wait staff and service industry personnel, right. Hospitality folks, right. That's a lot of that's gone. What do, what do those folks do? How far does this trickle into the economy? I, I just don't see a bottom. So, so, I don't so know. Chris, I've uh, just got done recording the 2023 predictions. Um, Oh, architecture tomorrow. Talk about. Sorry, architecture tomorrow. Architecture yeah. tomorrow. Yep. One of the things we talk about is permacrisis because I think what we've just sort of seen is. Did you say permacrisis? Permacrisis. Word I of the year. That. Collins Dictionary. Word of the year is permacrisis. Is it? Huh. And uh, so I think what we what we're just facing is you know, one thing after another. That's just um, I still don't feel like we've realised the the shock of of COVID. Let alone uh, energy prices are, are really hitting us, particularly here in Europe. I'm sure it's the same to a degree in the US as well. And now we have, we were joking about it earlier, but like advanced AI, you know, I think advanced AI could do for the knowledge economy and consulting for our consulting cats on the ground. Potentially it's going to be as disruptive for for knowledge workers as, as say the printing, you know, the industrial era was for, for you know, for, for industry. So it's... You would liken chat GPT to movable type? Is that what you're... I, it's probably a little bit too extreme. And yes, I'm sure people will recognize no, the traits, but I think... It's a, it's a it's a sign of the direction of travel. I mean, like a lot of people are obviously, I mean, we talked about this a little bit on our live stream. People should go and check that extra bits recording extra. out. But I, uh, That's only because I couldn't come up with a better name. It's not the same thing as extra bits. You should have asked ChatGPT for a better name. But anyway, um, Damn it. <laughs> it's just a component of a whole suite of different models. Everyone is over indexing on one particular model, the large language model. There's a mm. whole host of really interesting models out there. And what's really crazy is when the thing that chooses the model. So at the moment, it's the human being that says, oh, I'm going to use a large language model for this. Not that people know that that's what ChatGPT is, but I'm going to use Google search for this. I'm going to use my word processor for this. I'm going to use LinkedIn for that. I'm going to use ChatGPT for this. When the thing in the middle, the orchestrator is also super smart and knows which one to choose, that's when we're in trouble. So when the object request broker becomes an AI, mm -hmm. we're screwed. Is that what because you're saying? At the moment, all the things are very narrow. They're very good at the one thing they do. As soon as you have the thing that goes, well, I know, I, I know, I need to use Bob Widget. I know where your news should come from. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's. I mean, some people call that the singularity. I don't think that's what it will be. I think it will just be 
the knowledge worker. Is it is it self-aware at that point, Oliver? Is it self-aware at that point, or is it is it still no. using like a evolved no. recommendation engine? Kind no, of none yeah. of this stuff is self-aware. It, it might it might it's a mimic. Like large language, like Phil was saying earlier, it's a mimic of a of a, of a small child. Really, it's it's in, it's ingested a huge volume of information. And it's able to spout it back out because it's able to look for mathematical similarity between things. It's not self-aware, although it might fool someone into th thinking it is because it will be using human type text as input and therefore us humans are self-aware and therefore if it goes and asks about self-awareness it's pulling on a, a a pool of human material so it's going to mimic what we have said to each other in the past or written in printed form so what's really scary i think is when it starts to ingest video and you know we've only just seen the start of deep fakes and stuff it's it, it yeah i i think i i thought we'll, we'll get a bit of a pause in innovation <laughs> i i think that in reality given like you know, constraints, financial constraints are going to force people to get very creative, I think, next year. I think we're going to see a world of really weird and wacky stuff. Some of it's going to be like, wow. Some of it's going to be like, what the hell is this? You know, so it, I think next year people will be under pressure to cut costs, to do things differently. But I think my prediction is we'll see some really interesting things coming out next year. Mm -hmm. I heard someone say, couple weeks ago that they were looking at all this and they said they thought that at some point in the near future and i think this is noam bardim the guy who's doing post news said something along the lines of i think some significant percentage of all tweets will be written by chat gpt well the, the thing that i read the other day is that right now is like a golden era in the internet because up until ChatGPT came out, everything pretty much was generated by a person. You know, the, all the text was human. They're now saying from now on, you won't be able to guarantee. I think one of you was saying earlier, won't be able to guarantee what's been what's been human generated and what's been you know AI generated. And therefore, you know, we're, we're now almost degrading the quality of our of our corpus, you know, of our of our written material. So it's you know, it's brave new world. In all honesty. My question is, whose doorbell just rang? And do you have a package? Sorry, that was mine. And I was <laughs> muted. So um, I think that's a, uh, I think this is a an interesting thing for us to think about and maybe a conversational topic for us in the future. Because I think that's, how does it, uh, how can it assist us in what we're doing? How does it kind of uh, act as a threat to what we're doing? You know, if we're doing a SWOT analysis on this at the moment, what does that actually look like? Because I you know, I just think there's a lot to be done here and yeah. it will keep getting better. We are, in fact, looking at a rough first draft of what this looks like. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I was I had uh, beers on Friday with a few of my attorney friends and I never got to this question, but I wanted to ask them, you know, what do you think this looks like for you going forward? Because just as Oliver said, if you train it on a corpus of different materials, you know, why could a chat GPT trained on legal speak in the state in which you are living not formulate a pretty good contract, at least something to start with, you know, 95% of it. And then you go through and a lawyer finishes it off. Why is it not going to look like that? And I don't know that it won't. I mean, these things will pass the bar exam relatively easily, right? Because that's about reciting the right thing. Oh, well, yeah, because it's, it's archival information, right, is what yeah. you're talking about. And, and um, I think where Phil, Phil, where you're going is this thing is going to put the paralegal out of business because it's going to write it's going to write the dang 
brief, right? Not, not the paralegal, because the paralegal is not doing that. But the actual attorney itself, who's, who himself or herself, who's putting this stuff together, you know, and I think this is a, that is a particular profession we've thought for a long time was under threat. There's way too many attorneys in the world anyway. And what I mean by that is there are more attorneys than the world needs any given moment. So it's hard for them to maintain uh their salary levels, et cetera, because there's yeah. it's a marketplace and there's just a lot of people doing this kind of work. And it's not, for most stuff, it's not particularly hard work, right? So I think there's a lot of folks in that space. But, you know, Chris, you brought up the point the other day about somebody using it to generate PowerPoints. Yeah. You know, I'm using it for really lightweight presentations already, not to do the meat of the thing, but to like give me background graphics and stuff like that. But I could very much see, okay, just give me the bullet points on this thing. And then I'll look at it and say, I like it or I don't like it. Yeah. And I'll go back and write it and make it fill. But the thing is, at some point, would something not have read enough fill to know how to be fill when they needed him? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, so in my mind where I was going with that, when I posted it on LinkedIn about AI being, or, and I, by the way, I think it was Reddit, maybe somewhere I saw. Yeah, it was Reddit. On, it was Reddit. Was it Reddit? And I you posted someone, a link to Reddit. Yeah. Um, and someone had posted about uh, leveraging uh, these technologies to basically generate their presentation for them. And it was rough. And some of it was weird as F. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you can delete those slides and by and large, the rest of the, the narrative made sense. Um, and so my point was, you know, that's the, 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 the process of constructing a narrative, if it can be done automatically like that, um, and it can be done well, um, you know, PowerPoints days were numbered, I think, or something. Yeah, that was know, kind of uh, where that thing was. But the thing is, I've watched, so we think that's relatively simple, right? Yeah. And I, but I've seen people who've generated entire videos, right, where they're yeah. doing it section by section by section. And I don't mean like a PowerPoint video like we might do for a client as a mm -hmm. consultant or something, but people who are doing narrative videos, storytelling videos. Yeah. How about basically. Movies? Why not movie? That's what I meant. As a movie, they were doing a short form movie, right? A short. And it was like, this is pretty good. And I get that, you know, I, it's the talking pig thing. It's amazing that the pig talks. Not that it was really smart, but the pig talked. Right. And pr pretty soon, we're going to ask it good questions and get good answers. And that's going to be pretty interesting. And where do we go from you there? Know, the uh, Something going on with my hand, a little Bing Crosby look right there. <laughs> Um, I'm yeah, I'm uh, so Christmas. what I was going to go with though on the, the thread and I got distracted and posted something else was, um, you know, I've known people over the years. And in fact, one of the firms I worked for about 10 years ago, for those who want to go look at my timeline and figure out what firm it is, um, I'm going to put them up on LinkedIn, uh, had acquired a German firm of engineers. And they brought with them a series of automated tool sets for PowerPoint. So a simple thing that you could click a button and align every page number on every slide if it wasn't part of the master template. You could click a button and it would make every font in every title on the, on the entire presentation the same font, the same size, right? That sort of thing. And so it was extraordinarily useful, right, for those 200 slide slide decks where if you're the, the engagement manager and you're like, ah, you know, it's three in the morning, but I got to review this before, you know, the partner sees it or whatever it might be. And yeah, I got to go through every No, you just push a button and do it all for you, right? No, they're, they're just like, you know, uh, uh, what's the freaking Microsoft language? 
I'm sorry, I'm from the late 1900s. VBA. Thank you. Yeah. VBA. Look yeah. at that. Um, right. Visual I basic. I study when I say it. Yeah, it was visual <laughs> basic, right? But it was it was embedded as a tool in the ribbon in PowerPoint, right? So you click a button, and every box, you you you, you could select like make every box like this on every slide in the deck, right? That matches this, this standard, and it would go through and it would do all that. So useful useful functions, right? Fast forward, right, a number of years, and I knew some folks that were able because. There is, yes, the hardest part of a, a PowerPoint deck is the narrative, in my view, right? And saying the right thing in a concise way to communicate your message and all that sort of stuff. But a lot of the busy work associated with it are the visuals and all of the, how do I take raw data and make it a compelling visual, right, in the PowerPoint? Someone I know had created a series, and I, I don't know if, it must, have, it must have been visual basic. That's the only thing I can assume. That would take uh, stuff in Excel, almost like um, a pivot table or something like that, right? And it would generate slides based off of the data that was in Excel. And so my point is, is this is not a new use case, right? This is an old use case. Mm. Work smart, not hard, right? Mm -hmm. And so the idea that now I could just simply ask Alexa to generate, well, she stopped listening to me for some reason. Um, I could ask Alexa to, uh, you know, generate my PowerPoint for me or whatever. I think that's that's an interesting concept. And does it, as I said, put PowerPoint out of business? Maybe it does. But how powerful could that be for the consulting industry? Right. Mm -hmm. To be able to say, I, I, I go further than PowerPoint, Chris. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, take all this data that's in the data warehouse in Snowflake, or take all this crap that someone is translating into Tableau or Power BI take all of that i don't need a dashboard anymore right generate on the fly and stick it in my contact lens so i can see the whatever right those days are not that far away but what know. about this 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 podcast you're gonna have to go and edit right well uh, you, absolutely what, i have to take out at least an hour's worth of content uh, <laughs> alexa edit out the boring parts <laughs> and i'm not in it at all at that <laughs> no. actually actually let's let's talk oh it did mine talking. too by the way <laughs> Mine responded. Alexa, why are you responding to me? I like this. I love seeing <laughs> Oliver's turn on. Awesome. But but along that line, you know, I have something that I thought uh, would be a good edit. Um, I just I just want to I want to maybe I can share this. If I can um, bring this up here. This this was you, you may you may recognize you may recognize this one if you've seen it. Um, I love this one. So that's the kind of thing that um, not only do I the same shirt. I love that. Are you really? <laughs> I'm not wearing the same shirt. I'm glad. Oh, okay, good. Sorry, go ahead. But I mean, yeah, so AI can help with that kind of thing. But I mean, that, uh, and that I wish I could have found. I, I will go back and I will find the Shashi clip, Phil, and I will insert so, it, and it'll all yeah. appear as if it was meant to, it was all queued so up. So, one more tool, by the way, I don't think you're using, but I, it's just amazing if you've not played with it yet at all, just to, to is Descript. 
and using Descript for video editing mm. is just shocking. And so instead of like, you know, and Chris does a lovely job, I think, of putting all the graphics and all Thank that you. stuff in there. Descript instead takes the whole thing and treats it as though it were a script. And so basically you look at the script and say, well, I want to get rid of this whole section of someone talking wow. and it just collapses it out. You're actually reading through their script, deleting those words. out. You're saying, you know, Oliver's talking about this, but I would like to have a graphic over top of him because watching his face talk, I can only do that for so many seconds. And then I want the audience to see something more interesting. He's talking about France or he's talking about whatever. Train. Let's a just train. include a video of it. And you go tag, tag, include, and it's got clip art video and you just click it in and lay it on top of it. But I mean, from an editing standpoint, and I'm using it for some of our stuff. So example, one of the things is, you know, I'll take someone submits to me a 10 minute video of them talking and they're not an accomplished speaker and they use a lot of filler words and stuff like that. I can just say, go through and grab all the filler out of it and just drank it. And it's like, I took someone, they went from a 10 minute video to an eight and a half minute video by just taking out the filler words in what they said. And I'm like, Holy cow. but you, it's not going to be long surely before this. I mean, Descript's great. And my, one of my marketing colleagues use it, but Think about the fact that you can go into that script and go, oh, I wish I'd said that. And Deepfake will just fill that in as if you did. No, no, that's built into the script already. You can train the language model and have it fill back in your it's own audio, text. It's audio only, right? It's not video. It's audio. That's only. correct. I'm sorry. Yeah. That part yeah. is video. Is audio yeah. only. Yeah. But it's but only a matter of time. you can, in fact, say, I right. wish I'd said this instead of that. And it That's only a matter of computing in. power. That's all. That's I agree. the only difference I agree. There. It's just a matter of time. Just don't move left or right too much in your video. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know. But I mean, so just Oliver, the way it does it is amazing. Oliver, I thought that was ch charming um, brain. I loved the brain fog moment. I loved it. And it was super funny that it was a moment. I loved it. It was Don't great. It made, it, that's, how we knew, that's how we knew you were human. Yeah. yeah. I freaked yeah. out because I thought you put it in the cold open, but you put it at the end. No, so I was, I'm no, not I put it at the end. Yeah. You know, no, I just, wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> Oh, what was that? Was that ATEM? Is that your ATEM? That was, that's uh, that's Wendy saying, I love that. <laughs> Perfect. I those two. wish I had that little graphic. So what um, is this episode about? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, wait. This is us talking up, about we? Chris. Here we go. This is us talking about Chris. Aww. Oh, thank you. Yes, Chris. Thank you so much. But, you know, to... The further we get out on this technology, and Oliver, when you said this really resonated, like we've just had the golden age of the internet where it all came from humans and we could trust that. And Phil, even you saying, well, I can go, I can feed it in, I can get this back and I can make it sound like Phil. Like, just think about the generations that only now know this world and the things they have to, like, they don't have a voice to edit out. Like, just trying to picture people showing up in this world and weeding all through of it, it's just fascinating topic to me and the further we get out there with technology the more important the human stuff is because if you're angry whatever your beliefs are like whatever your values are it's only going to magnify that and it's reflecting our own words back to us so we'll so get to a point where the authentic human voice is like a classic car with a v8 and that you know has a 5.6 liter engine and you know consumes freedom juice right like is, is it going to get to a point that was for Oliver. See, is it going to get to a point where it's like, um, to your point, right? The folks using these tools have never had to do it themselves. So therefore, they don't know how to do it. And so if you do know how to do it, 
you are like Clark Gable or I don't know, some you're classic, right? You're you're a classic. Well, just, I'm already saying that there's a lot of people, particularly in tech, that are microwave meal warmers rather than chefs. Microwave right? meal warmers. Wow. I love that. Wow, wow, wow. They can, wow, they wow. can pop a they can pop a you know dinner dinner meal, whatever it's called, uh, you know, a TV dinner meal. That was a the, hot my... pocket of wisdom from Oliver Cronk. They have hot pockets in, in the UK. Hot pocket. Yeah, hot pocket it's, is. it's like a pastry filled with uh, different it's, it's like a Cornish so, pasty, but it comes in a plastic wrap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you wash it down um, with an iron brew, you know, and then you um, still the wrong country. That's a different part of the country. Yeah. That's Scotland. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> wrong country. Whatever. I was with you. I loved okay. you doing that, though. I, I yeah. thought I would be yeah. the only cat to pull that off. But yeah, <laughs> yes. Cornish pasty in a plastic bag. That's Which, by the way, the Iron Brew in Scotland is better. The Iron Brew here is like fake, some fun, some fake crap. They, oh, really? And the reason is because um, you've outlawed the particular dye that is in the Iron Brew. Chris loves you, red dye number four. It's delicious. Yeah, it's like orange something or other. And that gives you have outlawed a whole load of other stuff the FDA has approved. But yeah. 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 Let's let's not go into like, you know, oh, the FDA approved it. Oh, well, it's perfectly safe, right? Um mm -hmm. I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> taco shops. We're talking about tacos. Oh no, we no. didn't make it a taco yet. Wendy, um, I feel the like the script is where I came from. I feel like I feel like Wendy is not drinking, so she's sort of like, how long does it how long do I have to she's the sm she's the smart one going, when is oh my god, this is just point? an endurance test. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Wait, show that picture again. Just show the picture of Wendy again. I mean that's, no, that's, that's I, don't have, I don't have it up. I don't have it up. Oh, oh thank god. I, I, I was about to say you will when we put the picture up again, but that's probably going to. It was just so awesome. I was off working on a thing. I come back. I pull up LinkedIn. It was it was striking. Right? That's Phil's, that's Phil's imitation of me. <laughs> it was all windy, and I was like, "Oh my god, Wendy!" Um, I went I that sixteen by twenty. You. I did have a question for you. Not that we have we have any we don't have any more awards because <laughs> I didn't really. Think this way. Oh wait, wait, was that it? Yeah, I am. I am. Does this call <laughs> is this is this bullying if we do this? Is this is this bullying? Oh, whoa! <laughs> wow! Did you did you Photoshop that real quick, Oliver, to give it a nice background? No, no it's from the intersection website. Uh, they photoshopped it horribly. Yeah. I was going to criticize big Photoshop. Enough. That's not big enough. I'm just saying. We can make that bigger. Oh my god! There you go. It's getting better. I'll press the F button on my screen. Oof! Oh, even more no. windy. This uh, is like life size. This is it. This is the real deal here. Wendy, I feel like I'm we talking this directly to you. Um, well, I was actually going to ask you a legitimate question. Um, oh yes, now I remember. Um, yes. <laughs> so listen, 2022 for you has been a year of. I mean, let's be honest. Far more success than any of the rest of us have had. Right? <laughs> Phil's working on his fourth marriage. Um, <laughs> Not yet. Linda, Linda's, you know, had enough of his crap. Yeah, and, this is, I don't need that. I don't yeah. need that. Come on. Um, no, uh, you know, Oliver, I think you've had COVID like three or four times this year. Oh. Uh, this is, this is his eighth time. Well, I, eighth time. <laughs> I, bu I bookended, I think. I think I had it in January and I got it again in like the autumn. So... And I, I I thought, oh, you had man flu one time. I remember now. That's right. Yeah. 
Um, so where, where I was going with this is I think Wendy, you, you have had the most successful year out of, out of the four of us. Right. So. And I mean, your book, uh, your business, uh, being let's let, I don't, by the way, and for those of you who don't know, you've been named to the board of fast company. Exactly. I mean, that's freaking huge, right? That's a big, that's a, what, what, what we had a president or somebody. She said, owns it yeah, now. It's a, it's a big fucking deal. <laughs> That's why we tease you, Wendy, because we're jealous of your success. You know, we're, we, no, that's clearly what it is. That's clearly what it is. Um, how do you how do you top that in 2023? Can you top this year in 2023? What are you going to do to top it? You're running like six businesses. You're on, you know, you're going to be on the cover of Time. I'm pretty sure here um, for the Woman of the Year. Are you up for Woman of the Year? Oh my God, Nobel this is Prize. Couldn't be funny. Where, do Where do you go from here? It's crazy, this success. That, it's all deserved. By the way, I don't mean to demean or minimize it in any way whatsoever. And we will not show your, your big head picture again. <laughs> That's awesome. But, no, but you have had a really, really good year. And I'm just wondering, like, how do you top that? Wow. Well, what, are you, it, what, are you, what are you planning? No, it's, um, it's a beautiful question. I love it. I have to say... Um, well, maybe this is just because I'm I mean, consultants saying things. I mean, obviously, but you know. <laughs> uh, of, oh, of course, of course. I mean, this is a good question. Um, and it's it's very enticing to me because I'm always I'm like, I'm a journey person. What's next? What's next? Bigger, bigger, bigger. I mean, so I have ultra marathons and mountains on my mind, but I have to say. I, I did a rod. Would you would, do you think you should do the I did a rod? Wait, did I ever tell this to you? I, Are you she's already done that. I there's 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 a number of distances on the Iditarod Trail. Yes, I, I know. I know a lot I about the Iditarod. Now wait just a damn minute, Wendy Keen. I, feel, I doing... feel like I could do a hundred k, but I I gotta you know on the Iditarod Trail. That that would because so, there's like I mean, when I went to Alaska over the summer with my kid, um, we met the. Did I tell you? I think I told you this. No. Didn't I tell you? This? No. In fact, I think I have her book right over here somewhere. Um. I met the, the, the first woman to have climbed Mount Everest and to have completed the Iditarod. Right? Whoa. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Pause. Well, okay. so, I pause. I'm going to cut this because I, I, I got to go get her book and her name. Wow. <laughs> this is my new profile picture on LinkedIn. I'm, ch I'm changing my profile picture on LinkedIn. It. It's, so it's like we can all. <laughs> Ich bin ein Wendy Kane. Oh no! <laughs> this is utterly going downhill, and I love it. All right. Okay, wait, we'll, we'll, wait. Come, we'll pretend like that never happened. Chris didn't okay. see this. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Ich I did. I bin ein Wendy Kane. Oh, you did see it. Sorry. It's your new profile picture. That is it. That's uh, it. So when I was in Alaska with my kid over the summer, I met um, the first woman to. Uh, climb Summit Everest and complete the Iditarod. And I just happened to have her book right here uh, just for this moment, Cindy Abbott. Ooh. And what's fascinating about Cindy Abbott, she wow. signed it for me. Um, what's fascinating you owe me Cindy money, Abbott. Cindy Abbott. That's what it says. Cindy Abbott. Um, <laughs> Please buy the book, when, pay for the book when you can. That's right. right. Um, so what's fascinating about this woman is um, she was a teacher in the California State Education University System. And she got diagnosed with some stupidly rare terminal condition. And went, but, but but it took like 20 years for them to figure out what it was. 
And so when she summited Everest, she was like, I may not live, right? So I'm going to go summit Everest. Never climbed a mountain before, wow. right? Had to complete summiting on several different continents before she could yep. um, get a uh, uh, guide, right, yep. to, to take her up Everest. And um, almost didn't make it. Um, wow. Ran out of medicine, right? Like the, the story is incredible. Uh, it's called Reaching Beyond the Clouds by Cindy Abbott. Wow. Right there. Uh, fantastic book. And the woman is amazing. And then once she did that, it was like, well, I'm still alive. What am I going to do now? Well, I guess I got to go do the Iditarod, right? So she moved to Alaska and took, and within two years, having never done Iditarod before, was like one of the first women to, if not, no, it's the first woman, I believe, to complete the Iditarod or finish in the top 10 or whatever it is, right? So it's like high, high honor. And so meeting this woman and she's, what is she doing now? She's raising um, sled dogs, right? Wow. And uh, amazing woman, so humble about her life experience. And it, it's just, you know, so when I think of women that I've met that have exceeded anything that I could have imagined, like, could you imagine climbing Everest? Mm. Let alone with a painful life-threatening condition, right? But I think of you, Wendy Keen, uh, on the successes She's that next. you've had. Wow. You're, you're I want to do that. And if you're telling me that you're going to do the Iditarod, that's no, nothing. to be clear, I want to run on the Iditarod Trail. I oh, can make 100K. Oh, well, shit. Goes up ignore everything I just said. Yeah, Abbott's book because she's fantastic. I'd like to climb Everest too. So great. I'm inspired. Would you but like to climb Everest? I, 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 it's always one of those like, oh, do you, do you not? It's, it's sort of out there for me. Yeah. Um, it's a different, it's a different commit, but um, I'm, I'm working on the path to, uh, you know, maybe make an option. So someday. is there another book in 2023 or like what, what is your plan? There is not another. Well, I am um, contributing to a, to a book. Um, but um, but not another book because this book still has a lot of conversation around it. You know, it's like yeah. that's that's my biggest goal is to get it in the hands it's meant to be in, have the right conversations around it. And I realize how tremendously passionate I am about moving into action on it. And by the way, which book are we talking about? Um, uh, oh, no, that's sorry, that's, that's not it. People, that's right? the people problem by Chris Lockhart. Uh, no, uh, we are talking about. Um, Great conversation. Let's make the conversation about themselves, Chris. We're talking about tragedy to reality. Uh, uh, tragedy to reality. Tra tragedy to reality. Strategy to reality. Strategy to reality. Mine's on the Kindle. Oh, so it's not as impressive to look. Oh, you guys. Um, which you know, look, it came out what um, a couple months September, back, right? Indeed. Yeah, right. And, but I mean, every time I log into LinkedIn, like every time. There are notifications where someone has mentioned Wendy Keen, and it's because of not because. Let I me mean, dip, 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 dip. Many times it's because of they're reviewing your book or have read your book or are pulling some nugget of information out of your book. In other words, my point is it has legs. And to, mm. to your point about there's conversation around it, I think that's 100% true, right? In fact, I, it's, there's almost more buzz about it now than when it came out. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I think it's still building. It's really lovely, Wendy, to watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm really noticing good. the same thing Chris is doing is that every time I walk in, it's like, oh my God, that Wendy Keen, she's everywhere all the time, which of course we're delighted for you. But I mean, that's good for you. And I, I'm glad to see people care and are engaging with the material mm -hmm. and are reading it and are reviewing it. And yeah. brava to you, mm -hmm. brava. Thank you. But I, I do have to say, I feel like this journey has... um 
it's brought me even more back to such basics, how much I care about the people and the ideas. I, I serve a global vision and community every day when I wake up. And um, I, I just, I'm so, I'm there, like, so what, what, what's next? Like to me, baking ideas, but um, it's the biggest possible impact that we can make all of us from our seat. That's what's next for me. I just, and I will never forget, I've been touched to the core about just the people who cared about the ideas or supported me and all of you just, that's really my, I'm just so humbled. That's my, my big takeaway for the year. So what's next? I'll, I'll, I'll dream big, but, um, but it's, it's gotta be stuff that matters. You know, you're going to the moon, aren't you? You're on, you're on, <laughs> You're, you're the first woman to go to the moon, aren't you? Come on. That's my secret. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's the book, you're, the book you're working on. The book my, on my trip to the moon. Yeah. Yes. Artemis exactly. 3. Yeah. Um, awesome. Oh, that's that's great. That's fantastic. Mm. Hey, Oliver, I had the same question for you. I mean, mm. while not nearly as successful as Wendy, obviously. Probably <laughs> not. Probably not. One can dream. Oh, One can dream. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'm sorry. That's, that's, awesome. that's not, that's not oh, how I'm I mean. Oliver, after a disappointing 2022, what's next for you? A lot of alcohol, a lot of crying, um, a lot of pain. I mean, having invested your entire family fortune in uh, FTX, uh, what are you going to do now? Well, that's one thing I am proud of is not getting, not, never jumping on the crypto bandwagon. Staying I'm true glad to I principle. never bought an NFT. I thought about it. I've never done it. What the hell am I going to do with a hundred images of myself dressed as an action figure? <laughs> so the, I can, can do the like board ape thing secret. without anybody else help. So what, what's what's twenty twenty three looking for? Yeah, so I mean, for a crunky. So I mean, look, I uh, Oliver. Uh, God, I'm going to get this wrong. Was it Saint? It's not Saint. Is it Saint John? Is Saint John in there? No. What are your middle names again? Paul. Your 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 Belgian great grandfather. Belgian great grandfather is Camille. Camille. Oh, yeah. Camel. That's Camel. how the story. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? You know what I've discovered actually. Uh, interesting, slightly interesting side note on Camille. I was watching a brilliant program on BBC about electric cars and um, all the technologies that have kind of you know been developed to make them happen. And it turns out that um, there was a Belgian racing driver who held the world uh, land speed record for a while. In an electric vehicle, sorry, well, he he raced electric cars, sorry, and he was he was called Camille, and of he, course he it would be a won, Belgian, wouldn't it? He was he was a Belgian electric car racer, and he used to race. You know, electric cars actually used to be a thing, a big thing back in the day, and then Ford yeah. Motor Company went away. And if, you follow, and... if you follow the subreddit R Conspiracy Theory, no, I've just made that up, but, uh, but 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 there is the whole thing about like the the you know, the electric engine and why didn't it go where it should have and. Well, it's, it, it's a great. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll post the link in, uh, in the yeah, chat when this goes out. But um, no, a more serious note, and actually staying on the sort of theme, I suppose, of sustainability, which I've touched on before. That's going to be a big thing for me next year. I'm wanting to pivot architect tomorrow to be about sustainability in the round, not just green and carbon, but the, the, the broader picture we've talked about a little bit before. Um, I'm kind of properly bedded in my new place at Scott Logic, and that's going really, really well. Um, so leading on sort of the implementation of tech strategy there. Uh, and one of the big themes of it is, is technology. Sorry, is sustainable technology. So I'm leading on that, uh, and 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 there's going to be a fair amount of AI. So I'm really fortunate in that a lot of people are talking about large language models. I'm actually working with clients on that technology right now. And like, how do you make it do useful things? How do you put guardrails around it? How do you stop it doing stupid stuff? So I'm really lucky to be working here in a firm that's at the kind of cutting edge of, of that stuff. 
as well as a whole range of different things. So, um, so, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Sure, do you, do you cool. have at your fingertips um, your, I'm going to call it, you, you can thank me later, uh, your signature diagram. Oh, let me see. Yeah, well, yeah, well you know yeah, exactly okay. what I'm talking about. See how perfect that title is. And you can use it. It's, you know, I will, um, your signature picture. So, yeah, the picture is coming out quite well. Show, I think. And I think uh, this explains, right, exactly the things that you're talking about. You have it. Oh, let me, uh, uh, yeah, let me share it. Um, go, let me go to camera two. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh. uh Hang on. <laughs> you don't want to bring up the wrong browser tab there, Oliver. <laughs> That's nice. the, the, the browser tab of all the pictures of Wendy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, one sex. One sex. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. One sex. Check that out. Awesome. You weren't kidding. Wait, come How on. much Wendy Keen is there? There's lots. <laughs> there's not enough, but there's lots. You what are you lying? It's his desktop. That's what it is. It's not, it's not a, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Your signature diagram, which I think yeah, so is, this is, right, yeah. this is perfect. This is, this is, yeah, this is one one of the pictures. I think I'll evolve it again next year. I think the other one I'm working on is um, more the kind of, uh, if you think about the phases of a technology project or a technology initiative, where it kind of points <laughs> you to insert. <laughs> Awesome. Best use of a Venn diagram. I'm serious, by the way. I'm serious. And for those of for those people that might be listening, and those that, you asked us ahead of time if it was complete. I felt privileged to be part of you creating this diagram. Oh. Don't burst my bubble. Were we the uh. only? Uh, no, no, no. You you were really helpful. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> Fair enough. That's the deep fake. I knew it. That's chat GPT answer. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it was seriousness. It was helpful because as there are where we started the conversation about trains and sustainability yeah. arguments. Yeah, yeah. It was useful to have someone who isn't in the hates trains circles on the right hand side, but someone who is, you know, kind of could be persuaded. And it was really cool the conversations we had around I'm not looking at the other levers. I'm not against the green circle, just to be clear. Not at all. I just don't want to eat bugs. Or meat grown in a lab. Hey guys, I gotta hop. Um, oh, well, now, that's kind of that's kind of. I have real work to do, says but, Wendy but, King. But, but, don't worry, she's we'll, got we'll another photo call. shoot. No, don't <laughs> call. We we will just we will just pop a picture of of Wendy in 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 the corner. It can just be there. Carry on. So, Carry on. All right, that's so beautiful. two minutes, two minutes. Um, so Oliver, you're going to. Oh, Best use of Venn diagram uh, by a cast member. So you're going to evolve this then in 2023. I'm, I'm going to go a level deeper, really, and talking about the phases of a technology project and where the thinking needs to change. Yeah. Um, awesome. So that's kind of where this is where this is going. So yeah, look, I, I, I'm sure maybe we should revisit sustainability. I think for sure we should talk about AI in the new year, but I think we yep. should revisit. Maybe we should talk about sustainable technology. We talked about sustainability yeah. consulting in general, but perhaps that's one we can think about at some point next year. So I know, Wendy, I know you have to go, and that is uh, terrible uh, for us on our side of, of uh, it. Oh. It's got, it's got the wrong name, though, first. You need to rename yourself. Oh, Ilyanov, you have changed your persona. Sorry. That was, that's an old picture of me. Uh, 
Wendy, <gasps> Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for being part of, of this, whatever this is. And, um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I appreciate you and um, I'm looking forward to having more interesting conversations in 2023. Like, And I know the people that watch this program uh, are going to love it. Everything you have yeah. to say is through the through the roof, top of the charts, top of the pops, as they might say. And um, yeah, so really looking forward to 2023. Thank These you. So are awesome. So grateful. For I hope you get out of Ohio. Holidays. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Good luck, Wendy. Happy yeah. holidays. Thank you for being a good egg. It's been Aww. fun playing with you this year. Likewise. Really appreciate you guys in every way. Now let her go. I got to talk to <laughs> Phil. And I, I think I know what his what he's going to do in 2023. Well, I did not I did not send her away. She, she, she just disconnected. Well, she probably needed to go. To be oh, yeah, she did. We were over her time. She's like, she, oh, she's here. In, There's still her, Wendy um, Keene is here. Actually, she's still on, here. Hold on. Hold on. No. no, no. Put her back up. Oh, there you go. There we go. She's with us. We can Phil has multi cam even if she's not correctly named. I got the multi cam thing going. Actually, hold That's on. So let me cool. uh, let me reposition. There we go. Okay. So Phil, twenty twenty three. Talk to us about twenty twenty three. Are you going to crack the top ten most influential people in? Isn't that top fifty? No. What is that? That's top fifty in Greenville, right? Oh, oh. That's that thing. Top five. You're going to crack. You should be number one. Everybody I talk to wants to know Phil Yanov. And yeah, when I say yeah. I know you, that's nice. You don't that's know how good. much play that gets me. That gets me into places I can't get into if I just show up as me. I'm telling nice. you right now. Nice. I like it. Uh, it. Well, I mean, it's just so much fun. The thing is, I am really in that mode right now of trying to decide what's 2023. How's it going to look different than 2022? And what do we want to do more of? And what are we going to do less of? And, uh, you know, I've had some really cool things happening over the last few years, and I've managed to create a global footprint that I didn't have before. So I think we're going to lean into that some more in some ways that we haven't done in the past. And so I'm going to I'm going to do more. I mean, you know, there's we're working on a thing with the Aspen Institute. I think that would be really cool to pull that off this year. So I'm hoping that I can make something happen with that. Um you know, we're, we've got some really cool things going on in Athens. We'll see where that goes. Um, and that is Greece, not <laughs> not Athens, Georgia, Georgia. not Athens, okay. Georgia. Right. right. Yeah. Um, we got some cool things going on. And of course, uh, you know, we're recording podcasts and doing webinars and stuff like that. So I think I, I just think we've we've we're having a lot of fun and we're we continue to grow this audience. So I'm just interested in talking to more people. To help you out, I've renamed you um, in the... Uh, nice. We're all Wendy Keen now. Ich bin ein Wendy Keen. I'm just going to say. All yeah. uh, no, all but Wendy what Keen. I think is fascinating about what you do, right? And again, I am, I am, I think we, I think I can say this. I am, I'll bleep it out. I am not shitting you when I say. <laughs> people, bleeping you. Oh, not bleeping. there we go. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, we're all Windy Keen. It is Ich bin ein Windy Keen. Okay. Oh, I love this. Hold on a second. I want a screenshot of this one. Hold on. Hold on. Ready? There we go. Wait, one more time. I, I, look. Oh, wait. Okay. All right. One more time. Hold on a second. Nice. Look at the camera when I do this. All right. Well, listen. Um, same thing to you, man. You have been my friend for a lot of years. 
and I um, appreciate you putting up with a lot of bullshit, really, from me. So that's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all good? All We're all good. That one. In fact, I wouldn't have this cigar smoking jacket if it wasn't for you. To be <clears throat> I did that. I'm a, I am a man of bad habits. No, this is known as the Red Dragon, by the way. Anyone's no longer available. It's bespoke no at this point. It is bespoke. It is bespoke. Uh, but listen, uh, thank you, friend. I uh, appreciate it uh, for being here. Yeah, man. Oliver, Happy as I always appreciate you whenever we disagree on trains or and diagrams or whatever it might be. Planes, um, automobiles. Yeah. Oh, 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 there she's back. And Wendy, Wendy left us already because she has more important things to do, which let's be honest. Shouldn't that be makes all. A lot of sense. And Chris, you, you do a lot of the talking for us, but uh, can I just say we appreciate you as well. A lot of, uh, we, we, we pull your leg. We pull your leg about the planning, but you always pull together a, a planning doc and you eventually get the Zoom invite over to us. It's all good. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, dude. It's, a pre, it's, it's great to be part of this. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's good fun. I, listen, in 2023, I think you know we continue to evolve this because I mean, this is this is this is this is crackerjack, right? Um, this is this is top notch. I think intellect um, on on this program, and um, I enjoy every minute of it, and I enjoy editing these things, and I believe it or not, I watch like every minute of everything because there's so much good stuff in here that never sees the light of day. I want to say I agree with you entirely, right? I mean, you know, you always send me notes, particularly when you're drunk and editing this thing at like mid small hours of the day. But it's like there is a bunch of good stuff here. And I think you're doing an excellent job of pulling that together and making something credible out of it. And I really do appreciate that because there's a lot of me just being a knucklehead. Um, or I don't want to say Oliver being a knucklehead because he's not that kind of person, but me, I can do that. Right. But the thing is, I think it's just you're pulling it together, making it a coherent story and just doing a lovely job with it. So thank you for what you're doing. And I uh, look forward to seeing what comes next. Listen, boys and, cheers. and listen, yeah. boys and girls. Um, well, I have no drink left because I drink it all. Um, happy Christmas, Oliver. Merry Christmas, happy. Phil. Happy Christmas. I don't know what they say in Norway, but whatever they say, we should say that to Wendy the next time we see her. Slancha. Slancha. Uh, they probably don't say <laughs> that, but you know, that's a good that's a good answer too. Um, listen, everybody who is still here watching this, I don't know what's going on. Um, I appreciate um, everyone watching the uh, the show, and uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Um, twenty twenty three is going to be an interesting year, and we'll see uh, we'll see what interesting consulting topics. It brings. Thank you very Super. much. Thank See you, you next time.